the last few weeks i've i've initiated my journey of uh, just kind of learning a bit more on how the gospel of jesus christ is is impacting our lives and how we can how we can live our lives with with the fullness of the gospel message and i think one of the most uh, distinctive qualities of the gospel uh, uh, that we believe and that we that we follow is that it really challenges the status quo and the norms of religion it really challenges the status quo uh, and the norms of religion or or spirituality or the entirety of life even uh, and and i think the gospel of jesus it surpasses every notion of religiosity the gospel of jesus surpasses every notion of religiosity and the reason i say that is because if you if you just sit back and analyze uh what's happening around us okay you don't need to go on a mission trip you don't need to go out on on these crazy uh you know evangelistical campaigns and things like that but if you just sit back and just see what's happening around us you'll understand that while the world is is trying to find its way to god the gospel message tells us that god made his way to mankind right while 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 these new age philosophies and ideologies are emphasizing on living our lives without any absolutes it is a gospel message that that presents the truth of god in the most absolute manner and and while while the while the religious approaches are trying its best to remove these stains of shame of guilt and of sin through these man-made efforts and man-made works so called that that we think that can set us free or that can move us away from sin we see that the gospel in the gospel message we see that it is only through jesus that we that we have been set free from our sins it is because of his grace and it is because of our faith in christ that we have a new life and our eternity secured so you see these two classic that 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 the gospel kind of impacts everything when it comes to our life it not just impacts us, not just our spiritual life i love this i love this famous quote by this uh, by this guy called tin keller and i've been reading a lot of his content recently he says that the gospel changes everything in fact he's got a podcast uh, if you if you guys like listening to podcasts you should go and check this out he's got a podcast called the gospel changes everything and that that one statement right that one statement hit me so hard because think about it right if we believe in jesus christ as our lord and savior and if we just expect our two hours of sunday uh, to be impactful i think we are missing out on the on the impact of the gospel because the gospel is meant to impact every aspect of our life can you guys type that out with me every aspect of your life the gospel is meant to impact and change and challenge every aspect of your life and i love that about the gospel message and as we are building this church as we are building this community and allowing god to work in us i hope we are allowing the gospel message to impact every aspect of your life that's that's something that we're going to be looking into but but if you see right this this gospel that we're talking about it kind of Uh, the gospel message and our faith in christ sets before us this path that is not, not that is not this bookish or or not very stereotypical because when it comes to being a follower of christ it's not just adhering to a biblical checklist 
It's not just it's not just checking off these things because the Bible tells it. I do it without really understanding what's the impact it's having on your life. Because being a Christ follower is it is it is abiding in the person of Jesus Christ. I've said this earlier. I want to say it again that being a Christ follower is abiding in the person of Jesus Christ. What do I, what do I mean by that statement? I mean that to really allow ourselves to soak in, to, to learn and to model out the scriptures. So if you can repeat those words with me, soak, learn, and model out. Soak, learn, and model out. Model out the scriptures through our life choices, through our decisions, and, and which eventually will lead us to be more Christ-like. And, and so when we, when we set off on this journey uh, to, to put our faith in Jesus and surrender our life to, to him, to, to choose to live according to his words and according to his scriptures, this is one of the most life-defining moments of our life. And, and, and I know some of you would may, may think otherwise. You may think that, okay, when you, when you graduate, that's your most life-defining moment. When you get your dream job, that's maybe your life-defining uh, life moment. It might be that, okay, when you have done, achieved so-and-so on your bucket list or on your checklist, that might be the life-defining moment. But I'm telling you, the Bible is very clear that when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and I'm, of course, I'm paraphrasing this, this is one of the most life-defining moments for us as Christ followers. When we choose to live according to his word every single day. Because with Jesus, I want to tell you, he offers more. He always offers more. With Jesus, he always offers more than what we deserve. With Jesus, he offers us more than what we expect. And with Jesus, he offers more than what we can even imagine. That Because that is who Jesus is. Have you? Okay, question for all of us guys. And, and I hope it's, it's a simple yes or no, or maybe, I don't know if a maybe falls into place, but if you think, just, just drop it in in chat. Have you experienced Jesus in, this, in his fullness this 2021? Come on, show fans, use of emojis, uh, type in chat, whatever. Have you experienced this Jesus who always offers you more? Who, have you experienced this Jesus who always will surprise you beyond your imagination? Who, who will challenge you and will make sure that it's his love, it's his purpose, it's his grace, and it's his kindness that will drive you to, to, to kind of walk into this life that he has set before you. That's who Jesus is. You will not be disappointed. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this after a long time, I want to tell you, you will not be disappointed because of your faith in Jesus. And, and you know, one of the things that is becoming the most obvious needs uh, when, when it comes to our settings and our lifestyles is the principle of rest. I, I want to talk I want to talk to us on, on that for this for this evening. You know, with, with us creating this these hacks of working across different time zones and different work hours to kind of churn out more and better results, more productivity and more incentives, we have battered this entire emphasis when it comes to rest in our lives. You know, and of course, if this gets kind of glorified when when you are running your own enterprises, you're running your own businesses. 
because with these options and possibilities of always aiming for more of always achieving for more this 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 cool phrase that we have adapted okay guys we need to hustle we need to kind of work hard we need to churn it out and we need to bring out those results we tend to miss out on so many things and rest being one of them rest being one of them because rest is often one of the most underrated things in our lifestyles these days come on am i talking to somebody tonight rest is one of the most underrated things and 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 in one of his conversations jesus makes a very honest yet a, yet a paradoxical statement when he is talking to the people about rest when he talks to the people about him giving rest and that is what we are going to be looking into i want to call this talk resting leads to radiance resting leads to radiance and i hope i believe god is really wanting to challenge us tonight in this particular aspect on the principle of biblical rest if you if you are the most spiritual ones let me let me make it a bit more spiritual for you guys i'm talking about sabbath right i want to talk to you for the next few minutes about sabbath on the biblical aspect of rest and this is what we're going to be looking uh, this is what we're going to be looking at i and i hope or i don't know if i can cover this in the next next whatever time that i have because there's some key things that we need to put to application zealous uh, when it comes to this this key principle if we are to live in the radiance of god if we are to live in the radiance of god if we are to be the radiant ones that jesus desires for us to be this is where we need to buckle up and get going so we've got your bibles uh, turn with me to matthew chapter 11 and we'll read these three verses or you can just follow the chat uh, these these verses and the scriptures will be put up over there this is this is what it, this is what jesus is saying to the people when he's addressing and uh, to them about rest and and maybe if you've grown up in church you have heard this a gazillion times but allow your hearts to hear this well tonight this is what matthew 11:28 to 30 says come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your soul for my yoke is easy and my burden is light i know we have prayed some time before but uh, let's just give this time into god's hands father i pray that you would take over this conversation holy spirit they don't we all don't need to hear from nenad we need to hear from you so i pray over my mind over my thoughts lord that i would surrender to what you want me to speak tonight and let our lives be refreshed let our lives be empowered that you would challenge us you would encourage us that your word would would even correct us in in whatever lord that we need correction but your word would bring out the true holistic transformation through this few minutes in jesus name we pray amen 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 i i have to i have to make a honest confession before i go ahead okay in my early days every time i started reading these few verses uh i i never understood what jesus was trying to say okay and and i i really failed to understand because there's so many things that are contradicting over here okay for starters jesus asks us this question that okay are you guys tired then he says 
then you promise us rest, Jesus. And when you ask us this question, am I tired? And then you promise us rest. The very next thing you're telling us is that take my yoke upon you, which means there's more work involved. So, so how is tired, uh, you know, leading to rest and then rest is leading to more work. So, so, you know, I kind of never got this, got this structure right in my head. And it just, I ha- maybe once, if, if not many times, I even said this, this, these few verses don't even make sense to me. But have you, have you ever been there that you've read, you've read, you've read certain portions of the scriptures and you say, Hey, you know what? This is, this is, this just does not make sense. I just can't put thought to it. I just can't put like, it just doesn't fit right with me. You're not the only one who thinks that I've, I've thought that so many times because sometimes in order for us to understand the word of God, we need to look beyond the literal order of the text. And, and can I, can I say this? Some, some, that, that application or the statement is so true, even when it comes to our lives, sometimes some of the life revelations happen when God helps you look beyond the current scenario and the situation you're caught up in. I want come on, can, can somebody type this in chat? Look beyond. Look beyond. I don't know who I'm saying this to, but God is challenging you and maybe even creating scenarios for you to look beyond the current situations that you might be caught up in because that's where the answer lies that's where some of the breakthroughs lie when you when you are so fixated on just focusing on what is happening immediately around you you miss out on looking beyond you miss out on what god is stirring up in our hearts to look beyond and you see because this this principle of rest is is god ordained this principle of rest is god modeled and uh, not just us, but God rested once he had created everything in the beginning. If you go back to the creation story, you will see that it is, it, it is, it is God who, who rested as well. And so it is important that we have a biblical understanding of rest. It is important that we would really learn what the scriptures talk to us about rest because it is this rest that leads us to be radiant in every manner. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Rest is a prerequisite for us all to function in, uh, in the optimum capacity. I mean, we'll all, we all have seen this, right? Like how messed up we are when we have not slept enough. Anybody? You end up feeling groggy. You, you get a headache. You're... you're you, you, you end up saying things that you don't want to say. You end up acting the way you don't want to act. And, and you can just go on and on. Hey, let's have some fun. What's the funniest or the weirdest thing you've done when you have, not, when you have been sleep deprived? Seriously, come on. What's the, what's the weirdest or the funniest thing you've done when you've been sleep deprived? Am I talking to people who have never been sleep deprived in your life? It's too embarrassing to say, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Whoa. 
I'm talking to a whole bunch of people who are, who look sleep deprived guys or rest deprived rest deprived Okay there you go it's starting to come up it's starting to come up in chat it's starting to come up in chat keep the chat going guys <clears throat> Here's some of the something that god really wants us to catch tonight zelis if we are desiring to be more christ like if we if we desire to live as a disciple and and eventually be the radiant ones that god has called each and every one of you to be we really cannot do this without practicing the principle and obeying the command of resting practice and obey the command of resting see i want to i want to i want to just uh, help us see some of these statements that i'm going to just drop in chat uh, just to un- just to get a fairer understanding of biblical rest what does that look like you know because rest is more than just recovering from a hectic or a tiring week you know we think that okay one one weekend when we cover up on our sleep we have had this long six days or five days of work and then okay if you recover from that we feel rested well well maybe but it could be possible that you're just covering up on your sleep because rest is more than just recovering from a hectic or a tiring week rest is this affirmation of a special relationship with god you can put that up in chat the next few statements rest is the affirmation of a special relationship with god rest is a is a privilege that is graciously extended by god to us to enjoy his presence and be refreshed see god established the sabbath like i said god established the sabbath or the or the principle of rest in the scriptures and this is one of the first things he called holy turn with me to genesis chapter 2 and we'll read these three verses we get we get a very detailed uh, idea or an understanding of what biblical rest looks like and where it all began and this is this is what genesis 2 says so the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed on the seventh day god had finished his work of creation so he rested from all his work you guys see that god rested from all his work and and i love verse 3 it says and god blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was a day when he rested from all his work of creation see we see later also in the old testament scriptures that the that this principle of rest or the sabbath day is is declared holy because it is a day that belongs to god and he has graciously he he has chosen to share himself his presence with his people because he is a generous god who delights in the delight of his people so you see church what, what what i'm helping us establish tonight is rest is the gracious outworking of god's desire to be in an intimate joyful relationship with his people not a break from his people like some people are saying on chat but rest is this time where god chooses to delight in you where god chooses to enjoy his fellowship his presence with you 
And so biblical understanding of rest is therefore a declaration of your freedom. I want to say this. I want to speak this over someone's life tonight. Biblical understanding of rest is therefore your declaration of freedom. And the reason I say that is it means that you are not a slave anymore. You're not a slave to your culture's expectations. You're not a slave to your family's hopes or your school and college's demands and not even to your own security. And, and, is, and the reason I want us to highlight this, I want to highlight this is because it is important that we learn as Christ followers to speak this truth over your life situations. Otherwise, every time you think of even taking a break, you're going to feel guilty. Every time you want to, want to kind of unplug or, or kind of just zone out, your, your guilt or, or, or second guessing is going to kick in if we do not have a fairer or a biblical understanding of the principle of rest. Because see, in these contrasting cultures of work, of, of entrepreneurship, and of education, busy has become the new cool. Are you guys with me? Busy has become the new cool. And, and whether that busyness leads to any kind of productivity, whether that busyness leads to any substance, whether that busyness brings in or adds to your value or your true purpose of life, we all at one point have used this line and maybe you can help me say this line or put it up in chat with me. Come on, if you know what I'm talking about. I am busy. Has anybody said that? Has anybody said that in the recent one day or two days or one week? Right? I am busy. Or, or if you guys, if you guys are need like a refresher, let me kind of package it in different way. I am busy. I'm a bit held up. I've got too much on my plate. Uh, not now. Maybe later. I use not now a lot when it comes to my conversation with Juhi. You know? Uh, and and. However you frame it, we all at one, one point of time or some point of time have become victims of the cycle of busy. I'm telling you, I had this. I, I was so casual with using this line, I am busy, that I was not even realizing how much damage I'm doing to my, to my own self and my relationships. Because... Come on, let's be, let's be real, right? I mean, define what's busy. Let's, let's go to the root of it. What, what do we mean when we say we are busy? I don't know about you, but in my case, it was just messed up priorities. Nothing, nothing else, you know. Uh, it's, it's not that I, my day was as packed as a prime minister of India or, 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 or anyone else. It's just that you have messed up your priorities in life or your priorities for that day or for that week or for those weeks. And, and, and the most easiest excuse that we can come up with is I'm busy or not now or later. And, but, but this, I don't know if you're realizing this, is some of the things that you're so casual about are the very things that are sabotaging the, 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 the deepest uh, issues of your life or, or, or the deepest things of your life because the cycle of busy is, is keeping you worked up. The cycle of busy is robbing you from the shalom of God. The cycle of busy is distorting the voice of God in your life. The cycle of busy is filling up your life's calendar. And the cycle of busy is 
pushing you maybe even to fake it till you make it been there done that experienced it and that's why i can say it with so much confidence that the cycle of busy will always keep us distorted from hearing what god wants us to hear and doing from what god wants us to do but let me say this to you it's jesus and only jesus who has the power to break the cycle of busyness in your life and bring you that true rest it's it's not it's not attending church it's not attending any spiritual conferences and things like that i mean all that add value to that but ultimately it is the presence and the person of jesus who brings you the true rest and we have access to this peace we have access to this true rest and a true our obedience and our faith to the to to the holy spirit because i can tell you this man some of you have been clocking those hours of sleep but still have not experienced rest some of you have the security of your employment have the security of your of your investments of your finances and all the things that might be going right for you but still are not secure when it comes to the true rest that jesus provides so so you see rest is experience when 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 we are committed to something rest is experience when we are disciplined about it rest is experience when we are intentional about it because rest will never be experienced on autopilot mode come on can you type that out with me rest is not autopilot mode sometimes i'm telling you we think that okay just playing some episodes on netflix or playing some episodes on on youtube or some listening to your favorite podcast is giving you rest it's messing up with your head all the more because your mind is constantly occupied with thoughts and i have to say i have to say rest needs discipline rest needs intentionality rest needs commitment because rest is an intentional choice and sometimes rest is even a fierce choice that we make that we make when we learn when we learn to prioritize the health and the safety of your heart and soul through our communion and fellowship with god and the community if you missed that out i want to say it again we need to learn to prioritize the health of our heart and soul through our communion and fellowship with god and community cuz i don't know if you have done this i have we we confuse rest with inactiveness we confused rest by doing nothing but jesus in these three verses is helping us learn something brilliant when it comes to to finding and experiencing true rest and i want to highlight these three words if you forget everything about tonight if you forget everything about all the things that we have been talking about biblical rest but if you still have the desire to experience that rest in the person of jesus i want to give you three simple words and if you can put that up on chat the three simple words are come learn and find come learn and find come learn and find and if you missed that out i'm going to say it again because this is the whole emphasis of my talk come learn 
and fight. Jesus, in these three verses, tells the disciples, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And then he says, and you will find, you will find, you will find, you will find rest for your souls. Let's look into that, okay? The, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down these three words, come, learn, and find. And I hope that God is really challenging some of us to experience that biblical rest starting right now. One of the most common barriers to us experience rest, to us experiencing rest is unbelief. Is, is because we are constantly doubting, is because we are constantly bogged down with our thoughts, is because our mind is not at ease, our mind is not resting, and we are constantly thinking about what's happening. And whether it is in the form of worry, whether it is in the form of anxiety, the doubt or the past regrets or the past mistakes, this is, these are the very same things that act as a stumbling block every time we want to kick in faith. Every time you want to act out in faith, there will be your past regret that will be telling you, hey, you messed up in the past, Ninad. Every time you want to act out in faith, there will be that discouraging voice that will speak into your mind and say, you know, are you sure you even want to do this because it's, you're not getting anywhere with it. So you see doubt, anxiety, and, and worry and fear are trying to grip your mind because you are surrounded not with faith, but you're surrounded with everything else. And the scriptures are very clear when it comes to teaching us about coming before God. The first one, I want to I give you two, I want to give you two uh, simple scriptures that help us get a glimpse of what coming to God looks like. I love what the writer of Hebrews says. In Hebrews 11, 6, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God, come on, help me read this out, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you see, faith is important when we come before God. Faith is essential when we come before God. But it says that he who comes must believe that he is. And I love that. And I love in, uh, where, where Jesus gives another example in Matthew 16, in these couple of verses where he says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must what? You must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your own life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you do, what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? But I want to highlight verse 24 where he says, you must give up your own way, take up the cross and follow me. And I love 
you know neeraj last week when he was speaking to us he he challenged us on what it means to submit to god or what it means to to really follow god and i and and i love that you know every time god is bringing in these reminders to us as a community that if we are to live as his disciples if we are to live as christ followers if you are live if you are to live as lovers of jesus we see that the combination of faith and self denial is essential in our journey of coming before god faith and self denial and could it be possible could it be possible let me push you guys a bit tonight could it be possible that the very reason you are struggling to experience true rest is because you are not willing to let go of your own way of doing things you you're not you're not willing to let go of the way how you've done things in the past of the way how you're doing things right now and you're not willing to let go of the lenses through which you see life you're not willing to let go of the limited mindset and the limited capacity that our mind and our heart has and and to think beyond to look beyond where god wants us to see and i believe celis god is challenging those very things in our life that keep us occupied that keep us that that keep us busy that, and never really allow us to experience that communion which eventually leads to rest that communion that leads to rest the communion with god that leads to rest but but for some of us there's an additional challenge i spoke to you about calm let's let's look at the the second one learn you know we we may be doing well in the department of learning uh, uh to go before god to come before god and that means that your faith is good your your practices and your disciplines are brilliant but we are simply not willing to learn what the holy spirit and the scriptures are teaching us have we have you been have we ever been stubborn when it comes to the word of god i mean not not stubborn when it comes to obedience but stub, stubborn when it comes to disobedience like some of the scriptures that have spelled out certain things so clearly and so plainly but yet we take time to come to terms with what the scripture is demanding from us teachability and growth go hand in hand teachability and growth go hand in hand and if you really want to grow in your relationship with god ask yourself this simple question and i see the the, the number of cameras that are going off i mean i don't know if you guys are still listening to me or no but go on and now this is good uh, ask yourself this simple question how teachable are you how teachable are you teachability requires three things teachability requires humility teachability requires accessibility and teachability requires vulnerability and the reason i picked out these three words is because the disciples of jesus the the the, the 12 of them you know for for most of the time that they lived with jesus and they did life with jesus for most of the time the disciples checked these three boxes during their time with jesus and and we see that these bunch of ragtag uh, people and these simple folks like you know who are not the the most elite or the most influential or the affluent ones these 12 are the ones who have turned the world upside down because of their faith 
because of their faith and 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 their and their and their message because of the way they how they experience the truth and how they lived it out because what they tapped onto was so much more what they what they tapped onto what they got was way more than way more satisfying than the lowly mundane lives that they were living you know their their lives and their destinies were radically transformed because of their faith in Christ see it is because what they found in Christ that substantiated all that they did for Jesus it was not the other way around it is what they found in Christ substantiated what they did for Jesus and the reason i say this right there was this time where 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 the where the larger crowds or the or the larger disciples beyond these 12 there was a point of time where those people started leaving jesus you know why they left him not because he he did anything or said he they left him because he spoke the truth I, i'm not making this up john kind of captures this and this is what i love about jesus he always offers you a choice can you type that out in chat he always offers me a choice he always offers me a choice jesus always offers you a choice Jesus questions these 12 disciples. He says, "Do you also want to leave? Do you also want to leave?" And I love Peter who's one of his disciples. I love one of I love his statement. He says, uh, this is this is John chapter 6 from 66 to 69. He says, "At this point many of his disciples turned away and deserted him." Then Jesus turned to the 12 and asked him, "Are you also going to leave?" And this is what Simon Peter said. "Lord, to to who to whom would we go you have the words that give eternal life we believe and we know that you are the holy one of god you cannot you can't just make claims and statements like that until you have experienced something really tangible when it comes to jesus and these 12 experienced that because of their because of their teachability because their humility because of their accessibility and their vulnerability they modeled out what it means to be a disciple what it means to be te- what it means to be followers of jesus see because most of the time right our bodies our bodies and the cravings of the flesh are for the temporal but our soul always longs for the eternal our soul always longs for the eternal and every true follower of jesus finds that security and that identity of their life in jesus but all of this all of this is not possible until we encounter and experience that true rest that only jesus provides and as we wrap this up i want to i want to just highlight two uh, uh these uh, sorry these three verses where hebrews helps us get this great and this and this practical understanding of what biblical rest does for us and our responsibility towards this in in hebrews 4 9 to 11 it says so we conclude that there is still a full and complete rest waiting for believers to experience as we enter into god's faith rest life we cease from our works just as god celebrates his finished work and rest in them and this is this is the key guys so then we must give our all and be eager to experience this faith rest life so that no one falls short by following the same pattern 
of doubt and unbelief. The biggest obstacle to experience true biblical rest is your doubt and your unbelief. So this, this year, Zealous, I want to urge you. I want to urge you to create those spaces, those, those intentional gaps, those dedicated disciplines to find your sweet spot of rest. It's, it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. Everyone is designed in a different way. You all function in different ways. But I know this for sure that you know what your sweet spot for rest looks like. You know what your sweet spot for biblical rest looks like. Where you come alive, not because you have, you have binged watch a series. You come alive, not because you have eaten your favorite meal. You come alive, not because you have, you have got this getaway or, or just hanging out with friends. But you come alive because you have had your time with the one who has created you. You have had your time where the one who has loved you and will continue to love you will give you that intimate time to you. That's where you really come alive because that's where we find rest for our souls. It's in the presence of the living God. It's in the presence of Jesus. So this is not another Sunday Zoom call. This is, a not, this is not another time for you to just be occupied and doing something else while you just listen to somebody talk. This is an opportunity for your heart, for your soul to be renewed and refreshed in the presence of God. So take responsibility to craft a habit of resting well in communion with God. Don't wait for a communion Sunday. Don't, don't wait for another community prayer. Don't wait for another Sunday gathering. Don't wait for another connect group. Take responsibility. Take out, find out that sweet spot. Whether it's that five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, one hour, whatever it is, you know what your sweet spot is. You know the very things that get you going. You know the very things that calm you down. But let's be intentional in creating those habits of resting well. Whether it's your personal time of reading the scriptures or, or the devotionals or dining with your friends or just going out on that trek or just whatever it is, be intentional in your rest with God. Be intentional, be disciplined in your rest with God. Otherwise, I'm telling you, we're just going to continue quoting this line. I am busy. I'm too occupied. I'm struggling to make time. And, and you know, it can just go on because busyness is out there to get us. Busyness is out there to get us. We can do, we can, we, you know, let me just say this. We can get busy in playing church and still not do anything. I hope we don't make that mistake. I hope as a community, we learn to craft that time of biblical rest because it is the resting that leads to your radiant life. Before I close this, this is something that God really challenged me to do. Uh, one is to really ask for forgiveness for the times where we have not valued biblical rest in our lives. And I want to challenge you tonight uh, for, for all of those who are listening on Zoom, uh, all of those who are tuned in, even on YouTube. I want you to create this very minute right now for the next few minutes. Can we, can we ask 
God for forgiveness for the way we have treated our bodies. He asked God for forgiveness for the way how we have te- treated our time. And can we ask God for forgiveness for the way how we have treated our relationships? Body, time, and relationships. If you want to create space for true rest, this is where we can start. By, by truly asking God for forgiveness, by truly repenting, by truly saying that God, I know I messed up. I know I, know I could have given those extra five minutes to that person but I just cooked up another story. I know God that I could have, I could have covered up on that sleep or I could have done, I could have done that routine that really gives me peace and and rest, but I, I chose to do something else. I don't know what it is, but you need to start your conversation with God tonight, but I know for sure that our journey to true biblical rest also starts with repentance. We're so glad you've been listening in. If you'd like to know more about us, follow us on Insta at Zealous Pune or visit us online at zealous.community.